Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, so my favorite thing about DRC, Denver Rubber Company, is their expertise. These guys have been around since 1972. They're the best at what they do, not only in Denver, but in Colorado as well. They're family-owned and operated. They're also diehard Denver sports fans. So if you guys are doing any projects that have to do with custom rubber snowplow blades, custom-cut rubber and foam gaskets, hose assemblies, and metal parts, Denver Rubber Company are your guys with their industry knowledge and their precise manufacturing capabilities, DRC is committed to supporting your needs, especially during these uncertain times. So like I said, if you guys are doing anything that has to do with custom cut rubber snowplow blades, foam gaskets, hose assemblies, and metal parts, give them a call, 1-800-259-0010. You can also visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR. Oh, uh, remember that. You, you wanted 50, the crowd wanted you to get 50, and I know you had a nice little conversation with Marcus Smart afterwards, no harm done, right? No, no, we good. He knows I was trying to get 50, I didn't mean it, no harm. I should have done it, but they understand I was trying to get 50. But, uh, it was a good dub, it was a fun game. Hope y'all fans enjoyed it. I mean, we're uh, a little upset and worried going for that three in the last second that bother you all. I mean, what kind of better wouldn't it bother? A rational one. <laughs> one who's chilled out. And we're off. We're off. How, how great do you feel, guys, when the song comes on? I've never heard this feel song good. before. What are you talking about? We just played it. It's such a good one. We did? It's like oh. you're riding away. Yeah, last night. Wish. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a Disney What's World up, song. everybody? Welcome into the DNBA show presented by Manscaped. Your balls, your balls will thank you. you. Your balls will definitely thank you. We got DNBR twenty. Get twenty percent off. I'm your host Adam Mares. I'm joined by my esteemed mm. colleague with the hat covering the hair, Harrison Wynn. What's going on, guys? Living What's up, Harrison? I, you look like a man that just got a new bike. Am I sensing this? <laughs> is, 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 is that right? He really does. Yeah, the Peloton has arrived. It's here. It's beautiful. Ooh, a Peloton. Mm. It's something Man. else. Yeah, it's something else. It. I've always said Wynn needs to get himself in shape, so it's about time. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm in terrible shape right now. I don't know what like, you're talking about. I just like the idea he's going to be riding a bike with no wind in his hair at all. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be riding a, bi- a bike in a very, like, a very small bedroom. I feel like <laughs> that's a fan up. Just <laughs> a very congested bedroom. <laughs> A man who does not own a Peloton, it's D-Lanco. <laughs> first not first off, how would you know Safe bet. How would you know Safe that? assumption. It's, it's absolutely true. I don't because you would buy a scooter instead of a Peloton. Oh, Great that's point. right. Do you think that there's like a Peloton scooter where you can just stand on it for an hour and go up with your friends? <laughs> Oof, what a workout. <laughs> and then, of course, down here, it's Brendan Vote. I didn't have anything. Yeah, <laughs> down here. I don't have much. I can't play with that. Um, hey, good to be here. <laughs> but we are joined by a very special guest, friend of the show, friend of all of us, friend of you. Friend of the world. From The Athletic, from the host of Nerder, he, Nerder, Nerder She Wrote, as well wow. as several That's other the one. shows. It's Adam Dave just DeFore. found out about this. Also, uh, wow, friend of Manscaped. More jobs. Were you shirtless behind the scenes? Were you, yes. I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't yeah. bring you in too early. We'll ask Kale about that later. <laughs> I saw I saw an opportunity. This is why I'm a pro. First team all all podcast. Man. That's right. I mean, that was a professional. <laughs> Not everybody's that dedicated, but you are, and I, I salute you for it. Um, yeah, so excited to have you on, Dave. Uh, any, getting into any woodworking lately? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I love oh, it. Man. So Adam knows uh, we've now been podcasting together forever. Uh, my my least favorite thing on podcasts is where you pretend like. We didn't just spend 15 or 20 minutes talking. talking. Like, yeah, uh, that and it was riveting today. Right. Boy, let me tell you guys. Listen, it was it was a lot of good stuff. But but the woodworking, you know, it's funny, man. Um, I really am enjoying it. Uh, I haven't done a lot of it in my life. Like, I, you know, I'm pretty handy and I've built stuff before, but I actually you have like, that look. You have the look well, of a woodworker. Uh, but for no reason. I, it just they just happen to look like me. 
Um, <laughs> but but like I've really been enjoying it because it's one of these things where every single thing that you do, you get a result from, and it's it's strange compared. No, no. Well, consider like the the fields we work in, right? Sure. I don't get instant feedback, ever. I mean, oh, well, yeah, well, I was gonna say, if, on, I, if I tweet about Devin Booker, I get instant feedback. That's the only time. <laughs> and so, like, you actually get instant feedback, and it, you know, positive or negative, but also you can fix the negative. It, it's just, it's been fun. It's, uh, it's nice. Yeah, I get instant feedback all the time. Complaints, just a list of complaints nonstop. Like, I mean, listen, I, I'm not hearing any complaints, so maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just some, I have to say, there's something nice about uh, living in this virtual world that we've created for ourselves and then delving into the world of the tangible, the real. Like, I was working at a uh, web company at one point in time, and the power went out, and we were like, we what don't do we exist do? anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, what right. do we do? <laughs> right. We don't even exist. Um, well, all right, that was dramatic. Um, we, uh, we have a fun show today. I'm actually very excited. We're talking about the San Antonio Spurs because we're kind of going through, I don't know if you guys have noticed because we haven't like made this a series or whatever, but we've been going through different teams that are going to be in the Western Conference that Denver is going to be matched up against and just talking about what's going on with those teams. So we're going to ask Dave, he's our San Antonio expert. He's going to he's going to answer all of our questions about San Antonio, what their motivation is and everything else. And then later on, I'm very excited. Eric, as we as we speak, you get to watch him in real time as he works on a brand new graphic for a brand new game. I can't wait to, to play it. It's Speaking of instant feedback, you want real-time <laughs> feedback, Eric? You're going to get it. Tonight. I don't want I, – for, for one, I actually don't want real-time feedback. I get, enough, I get enough of that on Twitter. It's if this important. is anything like the online with D-Line graphic, I mean, we are – we're golden here. We're yeah, golden. For a treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, all, we're all excited to see this how this turns out, me included. Um, but before we get to that very fun game, we're also going to talk about coaches later on in the show. And then, of course, maybe somebody's going to take on the steps. We need somebody new to take on the steps. Maybe vote. We, you could tweet out the link, and, and then we yeah. can do it that way. Don't have to just be members today. We can get, open it up to everyone. Um, Dave's a great helper. He's such a knowledgeable basketball mind. I'm sure he knows all about Nuggets history. <laughs> so, but, but first, one of the topics today, there's like little bits of new news or new talking points going on because there's so many things that are kind of being thrown at us right now. But... One of the things is just should coaches be able to just waive their liability and say, look, I know I'm at an elevated risk for COVID-19 and should I get it? I know that I'm like more likely for it to be serious. And we have coaches, Greg Popovich is one of them, Mike D'Antoni is another, Alvin Gentry. There's some coaches that kind of fit the bill for somebody that you would say maybe this isn't a good idea. But all of those coaches, to my knowledge, have come out and said, I want to be there. I understand the risk, but this is more it's worth the risk to me. David, what do you make of that situation, and should coaches have the ability to say, I make my own health choices here? So, you know, it, it would be illegal for the league to discriminate that way. So right. it, it's, a moot, it's a moot point anyway. Okay. Um, I talked to Alvin Gentry about it on the Daily Ding, mm-hmm. I, you know, and I asked him. I was like, you know, how do you feel about it? Has the league been transparent about the process, you know, trying to, trying to keep everyone safe? And he said, you know, I want to coach. He's no more at risk to catch it. It's just if he caught it, right? Uh, Listen, we all know that this is inherently unsafe, just the comeback in general, right? It's not a perfect plan. There's no such thing. So it has its risks. Anyone involved is accepting those risks. Now, do some people accept greater risks? Sure. Uh, James Harden has asthma. Mm. So does JaVale McGee. I mean, they're Mm. also accepting a risk if they show up. So I don't see any reason why these other grown-ups can't make the same decisions for themselves. Um, if the league wanted to, to make a change to keep all of the coaches farther away from the players and, and whatever, great. But it needs to be a blanket uh, sort of policy mm-hmm. instead of, listen, you're Legally, old. it has to be. You're old. Well, yes, it has to be. See, so I hear this ultimately, ageism, nothing's going to happen. I don't because I've heard people argue this ageism of like, well, that's ageist if you're not going to let old yeah. people. Well, no, we actually know that this isn't ageism. <laughs> sure, it's, it's, but yeah, but also, I mean, your life, really. it's easy to say. Ageist. It's easy to say it's you, that when you're not the one being discriminated against, and mm. even if that discrimination comes from a good place, it still is discrimination. So you know, listen, I, I think that these guys can make up their minds for themselves. Uh, they're they're. You know, they're all elected to go to this crazy bubble anyway, yeah. right? So right. I don't get the difference between everything else they're doing and being on the court. Like, it, yeah, just no that, that's the thing for me. It's like um, you can be in the bubble, yeah. but you can't be in this one <clears throat> spot. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. 
Yeah, that's the thing for me. And, um, like, he's going to be down there. He's going to be getting tested, like, just like everybody else. And um, I don't – I mean, I, I don't really get what's different about him being on the court than being, you know, behind the scenes in the bubble. But just in life, I feel like we're probably going to have to live with some risks over the next year or so, at least. Like, that three years? God damn it, Dave. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> that's just going to be a part of life probably. And I've got to think that, I mean, he probably has a lesser chance of catching this in an Orlando bubble than he does going to the grocery store. Right. Mm. And that's actually, a, it raises a good question because I've, you know, we've now seen most of the details about how this is going to work. And I see so much, so much of the timeline is, oh my God, this is insane. This is crazy, whatever. I look at it and I say, look, it's a risk. Of course it's a risk. Everything you do that goes outside of your own home is a risk. Uh, but when I look at this, I think, okay, the NBA's taking precautions. The people inside the bubble are right. We have certain amenities for them, whatever. The, the workers that come in are coming in once a week, and they're limited to very specific rooms that they do. I see this and I go, it's a risk. The people that are inside the bubble are probably the lowest risk people, and they've done a lot of things to make that risk of it even getting inside at least somewhat low. Am I on the outs? I know that this is a very unpopular opinion, but am I on the outs in saying I understand the risk? I just me personally, I don't think I would be concerned if I was LeBron James, for example. I, um, I, I'm, pro I'm probably going to be the only person to say I, I think that not being concerned is bad. I mean, we don't know the long-term <coughs> uh, ramifications of having mm -hmm. it. We do know about the chronic fatigue-like symptoms. We have no idea how long they last. Um, we know about the lung damage. I mean, you know, completely healthy young people coming away with severe asthma after surviving. And so, you know, there's a little bit of a flippancy about what happens when someone tests positive. Like, it's just like, we know it's going to happen. Not a big deal. We just take that person. We put them over here. You're by yourself, blah, blah, blah. But that's it, it's easy to get lost in a statistic and forget that there's actually a person attached right. to that yeah. positive test right. yep. who is going to have to deal with the potential ramifications. So, again, as long as everyone's going into it accepting and knowing that, that there is a chance that you're going to catch it, and that if you catch it, it has the potential to be bad and possibly deadly. I mean, it's, kill, it's killed children. Like, right, right. We don't know how this thing acts. It's a crazy disease. It acts like a blood disease, but it's a respiratory disease. It's, it, we just don't know anything. I, I think the biggest thing is just arming these guys with information and allowing them to make the decision on their own. So, like, Adam, if you're comfortable, that's great. LeBron, probably comfortable. But a lot of these guys might not be. And I, this is why I respect Kyrie doing his job with the Players Association and actually representing the fears of the guys that he represents. I think it's a good thing. You or at least saying, hey, we need to make sure everyone has a seat at this table, right? This is not a right. 1 to 99% issue here. Exactly. Can't be, at least. And right. when you talk about it being a blood thing, we know that um, Brandon Ingram had blood clots. He had a very, very serious thing. Right. He was he was a guy that nobody I haven't really heard talk about too much, but he was one that came to mind when all this, and I thought, man, I wonder if he, he would be concerned to sit out and maybe not participate. Well, it's causing blood clotting like right. in right. people who have never had the issues. So what does it do? You know, if, if he were to catch it, like this is the stuff that just isn't being talked about. It, it's yeah. they've waved the magic wand over it. Uh, I did a radio spot this morning and they asked me, they were like, you know, the NBA put together this 113 page thing seems pretty comprehensive. I'm like, yeah, but as we all know from reading stuff on the Internet, long doesn't necessarily mean great. <laughs> sure. Right. <laughs> sure. It, it is not uh, it is not perfect by any means because you can't make it perfect. And so there is a risk. There are going to be positive tests. There's probably going to be, you know, double digits positive tests. Probably. Mm. I hope there's none. It would be amazing if they could yeah. pull this off. Like, it would be fantastic. They'd set the blueprint for other sports. It would be awesome. But, man, like, it makes me nervous for these people. What, we, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, we talked about this on last night's show, but, Dave, in your mind, is there, like, a threshold, like a number of initial positive tests where they step back and say, maybe we can or shouldn't do this? No. I mean, this is why they're baking in the, the pre-quarantine. Because if day one, yep. you know, Jokic, for instance, was just at, at the event in, in Serbia and a player there tested positive. Okay. Well, Jokic next week, I'm assuming, is going to be flying back 
So let's say he, well, hopefully they test him before they fly him over. That'd be ideal. But if he flies over, he tests positive day one. Well, they've already got that built-in quarantine time. Sure. So he gets right. to quarantine on the, on the front end and on the back end once he gets there. So I, I think that starting the process early was good for the league. And it, it actually allows everyone to, let's just say, like, recommit to quarantine. Because it seemed like, mm, yeah, you know, people have word. relaxed a little bit. So totally. you get everyone to recommit to this quarantine. And then you know going in, okay, we are going to have the least amount of cases that we're ever going to have. And we're starting, you know, as low as we possibly can. Right. And hope that you catch them all on the, on the front end and those people hang out behind until they're cleared and then come and show up. And then you've got this nice bubble. Now, maintaining the bubble, like when you look at those plans, it seems more like it's a fishing net than a bubble. There's a lot yeah, of can we just never say the word bubble again? It's can not we a just bubble. eliminate the it word bubble environment from can, from like <laughs> You know what? I the spirit of this I appreciate, but I'm not calling it a campus environment. Like the bubble just we know what it we know what it means. It doesn't we're not fooling anyone to say bubble. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a soft bubble. It's a it's a bundle that's uh, it's a net. you can penetrate it. It's a <laughs> net. Are we gonna really okay. call, all right, let's all just call it the net. It's a net. <laughs> and <laughs> and it just I mean, really it is. And and so if you get 100% compliance and even if even if everyone involved with the NBA complies, you're still mm-hmm. you still have all the Disney employees, still have all these mm-hmm. other people that, you know, it, it's just a lot of variables. Yeah. This is why 16 teams made the most sense. Right. This whole <clears throat> the whole trying to be fair thing never made any sense. It's about being smart and being safe. One thing I keep wondering about is if. A player test positive, let's say on July 9th, the, the day you're supposed to be going to Orlando, they will miss some time but then have to be back. I wonder if players wouldn't miss a little bit more time or if they just wouldn't come back. If you tested positive and it really affected you and you lost some weight and, you know, you weren't feeling good and it was two weeks of hell and then yeah. you're, they're like, oh, okay, you're clear to go back in the bubble now. I wonder right. if some players are like, no, I'm not. Listen, from, <laughs> from, well, from looking at this and the way that people have recovered from it, uh, I just can't imagine someone who isn't asymptomatic. And that's what their assumption is, that the majority of people that test positive wind up asymptomatic. Like, that's right. the rosy picture that they're painting. They go to isolation, no big deal, hang out, play in Madden 21 because they're getting it early. Oh, you know, yeah. stu- right? <laughs> Stuff like that. But, but I think if someone's actually sick, I don't see the, the, that person being able to come back. I mean, this, I is, this is like a three to six week ordeal yeah people you know people losing massive amounts of but, weight but that's uh, the, not to mention conditioning a, li- a little bit of weight because the weight you lose when you're sick of any type is yeah not, is the, not the type you just like eat a pizza in your back right it's, it's important <laughs> weight um is it, speaking of losing weight before we go we're going to take a break and then we'll get back to the spurs and, and kind of move on to what the, the meat of the conversation but um speaking of losing weight nikola Jokic, oh, the skinniest man easy. in the nba um don't fact check that, but I think it's true. What do you? What is your take on this, Dave? Everybody has a take on Jokic's weight. I mean, he's getting married, right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> so he's got to look good for the pictures. I, I mean, not even kidding. That's a real thing. Um, I think he looks good. I think it has nothing to do with basketball. It has everything to do with the wedding. I kind of I mean, hope, for, in a weird way, I kind of hope that's true. <laughs> maybe it's both, right? Maybe it's both, but I think it's the wedding. But he, I think he looks oh good. Everyone who thinks he looks too skinny is just. They're, they just, I don't think they don't look at enough people, right? Have like, they not <laughs> seen like any NBA players up close and personal? Bro, this is the thing I always tell yeah. you, like, the biggest, like, crazy thing about seeing these guys up close every day is, like, how skinny they are. You right. think they're so much thicker, but you well, see them in person, and they're freaking twigs. And Jokic looked, looked <laughs> chubby compared to, like, those guys. In real yeah. life, he, he wasn't really, you know what I mean? He was bigger, but yeah. he wasn't, like, that big. Anyway. Yeah. He uh, looks too skinny. Uh, well, okay, but. But looks can be deceiving, all right? Yeah. But also, picks, he's going to come back. <laughs> so he's going to come back over here. He'll be with their, you know, he'll have his chef. He'll have, he'll have all that stuff. He will be at his ideal game weight by the time they start playing games. There was, For the I, first time in his career, by the way. No, it's you know true. what? You know what? Yeah, his rookie season and his sophomore season. Like, look, at <laughs> but, the, look at the picture on opening night of his second season. He but was, was that so... the weight they wanted him at? So I, I'm saying they're going to be able to build him up because he's lower than – Almost assuredly lower than they wanted him to get. Maybe. So they're going to be able know, to build man. him back up. 
I don't. I don't know. I don't. Let's just say I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But I have. A, I do think he's going to put on weight, though. I do think that part is true. Like it, you always can add a little mass right before you go to start a season or whatever. And I think. Uh, I think. He'll and, do yeah, that as well. a, a quarantine environment isn't exactly the perfect environment for keeping a super low percentage of body fat. He also, yeah. I mean, does not to this extent, but Jokic going home for the summer, thinning out a little bit, and then bulking up at the start of the season. He likes to get well, that's bigger a as good the season sign, goes on. Right? right. So this isn't necessarily unusual. <laughs> uh, I, I swear, it's it's just the bomber jacket. That's why it's so crazy. It's, it's a nice jacket. Man. It's, it's, it's a nice jacket. jacket. You guys are really, really, really impressed by this bomber jacket. I feel like I need to buy you guys some bomber jackets. My God, dude, it's been green sweatsuits and Walmart video game I know, shirts. It's, so true. Yeah, it's, it's so true. a step Do you remember when put on that suit coat like uh, a couple of years ago and everybody just started laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for the guy. I felt bad for him. Take us away, Harrison. Let's get a break in. A, a, a way that Jokic could put on some pounds oh, if so he really needed to. Some Breck, some Breck Bruce. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think I'm right. Are you talking um, about the, the Jokic pack? I'm talking exactly about the Jokic pack. <laughs> the 15 can sampler. Jokic doesn't have a, a six-pack or a four-pack. Dave, he has a 15-pack. It's one ab across the top, and then two rows of seven abs. Well, going. It's really impressive. I got to tell really you impressive. guys, the best abs you can have are the Hulk Hogan ab, the one giant, that that impenetrable <laughs> ab. Just like slap Everything ass. is just merged into yeah, one ab. Well, you just look so strong, right? You need all those lines for. They're yeah. just in the way. It's great tape. Yeah. Great tape. Well, yeah, pick up the 15-can sampler from Davidson's and get curbside pickup you can also get delivery also check out the mile high city copper lager from breck brew such a good deal they're practically giving them away i love breckenridge brewery there you go dave yeah very <laughs> good go. there you go dave perfect dave. um also another thing that dave likes msu denver online <laughs> yes uh we had it we had a professor from msu denver on with us this week Dr. Travis Heath, then, I mean, I could just lit, sit and listen to Dr. Travis Heath talk about not even nugget stuff, but just life. So I would just pay to be in his class and have him just talk. Uh, but you can take classes. They, oh, go ahead, Eric. What school well, is it? I don't know if they offer any online woodworking classes, but it's, it's certainly worth looking into. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly is. What, uh, what school is this? MSU Denver Online. So there's MSU? a, yeah, there's a physical campus in Denver, but um, I'm actually even taking an MSU Denver Online class this summer. Um, only in our first week, so still this week, still going well. Still going well. But uh, if you guys want to just take a class this summer or maybe in the fall uh, or complete your degree, maybe get a master's or a second undergraduate degree, MSU Denver Online definitely has a class and a program and obviously the teachers to help you out. So check them out. How do they feel about honorary degrees? I'd love one. I know. I'm really, oh, there's two things I want to get we before I die. Up. I want a key to the city of Denver. I know I have to earn that. Yeah. Hopefully, I do something yeah. that earns I know it. And I, I want have an honorary to doctorate. I, I want those two oh. things. Yeah. I hope I You've made it you if you get like, an honorary doctorate. You've made it. And a key to the city. Are you kidding? A key to the city of Denver? <laughs> Come on. Somebody talk to the mayor. We get this. Get the paper. Guys, I, uh, I, I don't. I don't know how to say. I uh, I completed the graphics. The game. Whenever we decide to play, the graphics are ready. Okay. I did a yeoman's job. I could have done better. I, I don't know if a yeoman is great at graphic design, but uh. yeah. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see these. These are going to be these are going to be fantastic. Oh, look at the manscaped ad. Just real trying light. to. This yeah. I saw it up that? in the corner. And I was. Yeah. Wow. Standing desk, man. What a, what a <laughs> wow. Dave on. is living right now. He's living. <laughs> standing desk. Actually, um, it's a it's a motorized adjustable desk. So oh. I I like to pod and and do video standing up. I would if I had a standing, standing desks are absolute life changers. Listen, this next is, level. But this is perfect. Yeah, Adam, I got to tell direction. you, but this is why my energy levels are so good. Because it's hard yeah. to be low energy. I mean, because he's standing it's hard for me up. anyway, but I'm Can standing. MJ him, I mean, you know, what's going on? You have the controls. You just got to MJ Dave. This is a clear moment for you to MJ him. Uh, I had a real question. I mean, my lights, though, are not good yet. Oh, you got it, Adam. Oh, I hate when I get MJ'd. All right, um, so real thought I had when they were talking about, like, each team can have a chef and this or that. I wondered, I hope it's not the Nuggets, but I know every team treats those things a little bit differently, right? Like, every, right. some teams are, like, all about all the bells and whistles and everything else, and some teams don't. And I wondered, I had this thought if the Nuggets are at this arena and they're just eating chicken fingers at the little, like, <laughs> like deli stand. And other Hell teams yeah. have, like, six yoga instructors and, you know, all this stuff and, like, nope. And the Nuggets guys are like, wait a second, what are you guys doing over here? Are you guys Is have a 
Is the chef part of the 35 per team allotment? I don't think so. No. I think it, it can be if you want, but I don't, yes. I don't think it's going to be for, for most teams. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that uh, everyone's going to do their best. It, like, let's say your team chef isn't great. I think people are going to upgrade. I think some teams are going to say, you know what? Let's, uh, let's bring in some heavy hitters. I think they'll be eating fine. I mean, like, Disney like caters to some high end clientele. It's not just like twelve year olds running around eating chicken fingers. Yeah. I don't even need. I don't even mean. I was making a joke about the chicken sure. fingers, guys. But I'm saying that it's just the general. If you're, you know, you're in one organization. Some guys do this it, across all sports. I remember when Champ Bailey arrived in Denver. That was like the first thing he said. Is he's like, it's just so different. This is a first class organization. You know, Washington. They were like terrible. Um, and getting here, I'm like, oh, wow, this is what a real organization is like. And I just wonder if there's going to be like, you know, Paul, you know, not Paul Millsap. He's been around, but Gary Harris is down doing his workout by himself in the gym. And then like all of the Lakers are together doing their jogs and stuff like as a team. And he's just like, oh, that's what a, that's what a real team does. I don't know. And, and I'm not saying the Nuggets aren't, of, aren't that. Maybe they're the example in another team. It's just um, but based but on the schedule that the league put out. I mean, I feel like it's going to be pretty structured when. You know, you're with, with your team and when, yeah, when you're not. Um, all right. So, Dave, my first question, what is the Spurs' motivation for being in this? On, honest question. What, what are they trying to get I, out of this? I mean, it's not like they have a choice, right? Like, they can't say, nope. We, we know you guys decided 22 <laughs> We're teams, good, actually. But we're all good. <laughs> Let's right? get the Warriors in here. We yeah. don't want to be <laughs> A couple of reasons, right? Like, that's not in the Spurs' ethos, right? Like, that, there's no way. Um, like, you know, the, that organization's aside from the year that they tanked for Tim Duncan, they're not into quitting, uh, as, as except in game seven of the first round series <laughs> last year, <laughs> I digress. I digress. Yeah. It's a running joke on this show. Remember that Dave when they just quit? The yeah. Like, they're just like, we're not going to put over. Yeah. <laughs> One point game. Uh, well, whatever. that this team has had issues late yeah. in game with fouling. It's a thing. Um, but, you know, yeah, like, there's not much motivation. And, you know, they don't have their best player. So, yeah, yeah I just chalk them up for a bunch of losses probably. And, I mean, you know, I hate to say that, but yeah. it is what it is. It's not a very good basketball team. So, you're right that they – so, you think they'll play hard, but they won't be good, which I think is fair. They do have some veterans on there. That's why I asked. I mean, do you expect – Rudy Gay's on this team, DeMar DeRozan, Marco Bellinelli, Patty Mills. Aldridge already out because of, you know, the injury. Right. Do you suspect that these guys, you know, I don't know that they're going to opt out and lose the money, although all of those guys can afford to if they sure. should they choose. Maybe not Patty Mills, I don't know. But all of them could, could opt out uh-huh. if they wanted. But do you think that maybe they roll an ankle or have a pull a hamstring after, you know, in training camp? And it's like, ah. I mean, I really have to go. Okay. So if, if they did it, none of those guys are going to fake being hurt. And this, I don't think the Spurs would ever ask him That's to not play. Point. I don't think the Spurs would ask him to not play in this circumstance. Yeah. Because why would you why would you bring them into the situation, right? Where they when they could be off, you know, starting their off season. Uh, I think if they were going to ask them to not play, they would do it now and just not take them. Okay. That that seems more like a Spurs move. Um, but with that being said, I mean the guys that are out there, they're going to play. Our, I mean, you know, this is the NBA. There is no such thing. Those guys don't tank. Certainly, end of games, if they're getting blown out, they're not playing as hard. But no players tank. And especially not on a team like the Spurs, where they're not, you know, they're not the Lakers. They're not the Bucks. So they've been playing hard as hell all year. They're just not very good. I've predicted that the Spurs are going to go 0 8. <laughs> That's a little tongue in cheek. I don't think yeah, they're actually no, but go 8. It could be 2 and 6. It yeah. could be 2 and 6. Like, they're just not very good, and they're missing their best player. And, I mean, you do that to any team, right? Like, Correct. Take away Jokic and what what happens Turned. to that record. Yeah, yeah. There's no point. And, and we talked right? about this on, on a previous show, but if they lose, say, the first three or four games, even if they go, like, 1 and 3 or 1 and 4, you know, they're playing, like, the last guys on their bench for the last six games or so. It's just exhibition games for them at that point. Yeah. Dave, I've had this question um, for just about every guest, but relating to their teams, are there any – questions the Spurs might hope to see answered in this stretch you know for the Nuggets it might be Jamal Murray can he be consistent anything to 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 evaluate I don't know if the Spurs want to see this question answered but I'd like to see it can you play DeJounte Murray and Derek White together some yeah I want to answer that question yeah I want to see that with Lonnie Walker like just go like just go nuts with it 
Let's see what happens. You know, play play DeMar DeRozan at the four. Right? Just yeah. who cares? Yeah, Let's just see what happens. And you've already I think, been penciled in for 0 and 8 by Adam, by the way. Right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> you might as well. You're playing for nothing. <laughs> well, you, but, but, we're joking about this, but what if they start 0 and 3? And let me read you their schedule, assuming, again, I don't know if this is how the schedule's going to go, but it's been rumored that it'll just. Yeah, what are we going to hear about a firm schedule? Yeah, it like, nice it, is that. this just it, but they don't want to release it? Uh, we'll get it game by game from newsbreakers. Oh, okay. God. Over, okay. twi- over tweet. <laughs> we can't wait for oh. that. The Nugget will take three weeks for the Nuggets' first game to be announced. But it it would be like, it'll be like Denver Nuggets versus, and then another tweet a few minutes later. (laughs) Well, we'll take it, you know. We need this. I want it. Straight up as long as possible. Game one, Lakers, somebody. (laughs) And then a week. (laughs) So this will be testing fewer games because we actually would have time to build up hype for these games. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll see you if the like, hype is there. Yeah, I hope yeah you so. mean like four months like we've been doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if they do do it the way that was rumored by Vince Goodwill, Yahoo, he said that, you know, the finishing out the schedule, if that's true, San Antonio would start with Denver, Memphis, and New Orleans. Now, Denver is going to be favored in that game because they're the better team. Memphis and New Orleans, okay, you could argue they'll win it. But if they go 0-3 in those games, that means they are probably not going to catch Memphis. They're pro- almost certainly not going to catch New Orleans. Or, or I'm sorry, reverse that. Almost certainly not going to catch Memphis, probably not going to catch New Orleans. If that's the case, how, what do they go? If they start 0-3, what do they finish, Dave? Uh, two and six. So it doesn't matter. They're just no. It's the by the end, but also think about it too. Like by the end of that eight games, they may be playing people that don't really care, right? Like they're there to make a point. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. They can. Yeah, that's their chance. Yeah, yeah, I could see. It's tough, man, because I, I actually would say this about most teams. There are not a lot of teams that would just go there and outright quit. Yeah. Um, I was just going to I have this on my notes and I just wanted to mention it because I was I was so impressed and sort of moved by by the moment. But Lonnie Walker a few weeks ago announced that he had cut his hair and he had been growing his hair all of his childhood because he had been abused, sexually abused as a child repeatedly and never told anyone, kept that in. And that was the reason he did it. And he cut his hair and he shared with the world one to, I think, help other people who maybe um, kept this secret to themselves their whole lives. But then also he as he put it he needed to let go like carrying that with him mm-hmm. he could feel it weighing down his life and, and weighing everything down and i honest i'll be honest i teared up when i was reading this like literally was was, was sitting there reading my phone and just like crying at, at my phone because one i mean just obviously an awful circumstance but two just so impressed like there's certain moments of bravery it that it and and just strength that you see from somebody that just will bring you to tears and that was one of them and i don't know if it if anybody else wanted to comment on that or anything, I just wanted to to raise it because uh, to kind of signal boost it because it was such an impressive sort of thing. Yeah, I it's, think it's a uh, oh, go, go ahead. No, you go I, ahead. I, I was I was just gonna say I think it's one of those uh, situations where we kind of see who these guys are, and in a lot of ways, these are NBA players, these super in shape guys, larger than life, who can't really be brought down by anything, and it's sometimes rare when we see real personal moments like this i always value those and i I thought this was just one of those where we just learn more about the nba player and lonnie walker the person and uh for for as transparent as athletes are uh with social media and just in this day and age we still don't get that as much as i think we should i mean i i think the young guys in this league are extremely impressive from this standpoint right like they're a little bit they're a lot more confident in who they are. And, I mean, this is another example of that. And obviously, second year in the league. Um, not even 20, I think, or right at 20. Uh, pretty impressive to be able to do that, especially in a public-facing manner. You know, this wasn't like he was just telling his family. Right. He was literally yeah. telling the world. The world. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And another instance in life where uh, I've made fun of something and felt bad about it later. His hair? Well, oh, yeah. my hold on. Now, when I first saw he cut his hair, before I knew the backstory, I could just think of Alfred Payton and how I expected him to become a, a better shooter after cutting his hair. Lonnie Walker. I like Lonnie dude, Walker. He's going to be a star. The new he's going to be a star. I want him. I want him on the Nuggets. You heard it here first. He's going to be a star. Take, take us away. When we get back, though, guys, the most fun game the internet has ever seen. Funnest. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to do all these reads just like I'm talking to Dave. But, Dave, if you're looking for some coffee, if you're looking for some coffee to get uh, delivered to your new Wichita Falls home, uh, Stravacraft Coffee, 
Ooh. infused with CBD. If you have like back pain or arthritis, something bothering you, Strava mm-hmm. Craft Coffee. The only time I have back pain is when I'm carrying Adam on a podcast. Are <laughs> oh, <laughs> standing up during an entire wow. podcast? Are Not you, today, buddy. <laughs> are you in an area, Dave, where you're able to enjoy the benefits of CBD legally? Uh, no, I'm in Texas, where ever, uh, despite being the most free state, nothing is legal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can get Strava Craft Coffee for 20% off online, StravaCraftCoffee.com, when you use the code DNVR20. Uh, so check that out. Also, guys, um, we announced this today, but. We're having a watch party at the bar for the UFC fight this weekend. Our guy, Curtis Blades, is fighting. And you can bet on him on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. On DraftKings, wow, perfect. I did see he's a heavy favorite, so the odds aren't great, but I mean, he's a sure thing, I think. I I really want to drive out. Yes. Do it. I don't want to fly out because I'm not getting on a plane when you get here. We'll we'll put you at the VIP table, Dave. Although, before we we assign tables, by the way, if you want to RSVP, you can purchase a booth for $150. That's six to eight people with um, two pitchers of any Breck brew of your choice and an entree for everyone at the table. So you can just RSVP for free, but if you want to bring a group, uh, go ahead and reserve that. Yeah, booth. we're social distancing at the bar, guys, so you have to RSVP because we're only allowing a handful of people in. So. Yeah. Gotta be all I'm, separated. I'm really jealous of the people that get to go. Yeah, it's gonna be incredible. Yeah, <laughs> you're jealous of us. We're going. Yeah, for sure. So make sure RSV for that, and also download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you right. sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to one thousand bucks. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus for up to one thousand dollars. Just enter the code DNVR when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500 bucks. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. Really gets me. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Are you guys ready for uh, Are the you piece ready? de resistance? Let's do this. <laughs> Let's find out if I, if I need a typo. What hotel are they staying in? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What? A... <laughs> it really just rolls off the tongue. Can I just say, this is the most <laughs> the most petty thing I've ever seen. The it's fact so is delicious. the best. The now, best all we wanted. The they best. did it by seed. And, and oh, I had people so talking about this logic thing where they were like, well, it makes sense. You know, you, you, you expect them to be there longer, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, man. But... Come on, you're telling me James Harden wouldn't have gotten in better shape if it meant an upgrade of the hotel room and played played these regular season games should like they mattered? It. You should always play like there's a hotel room on the line. That's what life's all about. That's right. That's what pro sports are all about. I think the NBA, they would never do this because it would be way too like um, trashy. But they should like really make reality TV out of every single thing, including picking your room. I think the Bucks should get to go to the hotel first and kind of poke around and be like, you know what? Well, did, did you it. see Robin Lopez was immediately trying to trade? Yeah, trade so, hotels. And, yeah. and that is how you know that, they, that the NBA and Disney got it wrong. Because as we all know, oh, there's plenty. Think about beer companies that they think this beer is their best beer. Yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. really this other. That, look, Robin Lo- and Brooke Lopez should have been asked. I trust them. They should have been able to set up the whole thing. They could have condensed that 113-page plan just a three-man panel. to a 13-page plan, <laughs> and every it would be perfect. Every oh. single part of it would so be the perfect. Grandest, you're, you're shattering my dreams here. The Grand Destino is not the best hotel. So not according the, to the, the expert. The, oh, come on. The, the Grand Destino grand is the newest hotel. That's oh. the reason why it is like first up for all the top teams. But it is on a resort called Coronado Springs Resort. Which is like an old resort that's huge. It's absolutely huge. Pools, spas, gyms, all this. The grand, the the tower, the Grand Casino Tower is just one little part of this bigger resort. Harrison's dialed in. Don't you feel like we should get some sort of like sponsorship money from Walt Disney? The amount of uh, advertising. No, 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 no. no. They they own ESPN. Like they're building in their own advertising, right? (laughs) For real. Uh, The the best hotel. ESPN really wanted them to play the games, no matter what. 
wonder if we could trace that. <laughs> I back applaud them. Oh Here's the ESPN. That's um, another good point by uh, Beeston. I, I was, I did write that the Grandestino is closest. I think it's. I heard it was ten minutes away from the like ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. Sleep like, in an extra thirty minutes. The yacht, the yacht club is fifteen, and then the uh, the Floridian is like twenty minutes away. Super producer Kale has a take. Kale, hop in here real quick. You, he has a take that the Grandestino is not. It's not all that. So the biggest deal with like, there's like tiers of hotels at Disney, and like, so if Grandestino oh is like a nice regular, it's like a Marriott basically. It's like okay. a Marriott versus like the Yacht Club and the Floridian are considered deluxe hotels, and so like that's where like all the like Disney members and stuff go. They've got suites. I'm but the only reason the only reason the Grand Casino is not listed as a um, as in that hotel tier is because it's part of this larger Coronado Springs resort. If it was a standalone thing, it would be in that tier, I believe. I'm that's so that's fair. Coronado talk. Springs Finally. is cool, though. They've got one of the best pools in all of Disney World. So yeah, 123 <laughs> foot water slide. Okay, <laughs> I wrote about this today. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can pick up your mixtape. Uh, nowhere. Uh, <laughs> check out DNVR social for the stuff I do there. Bye. Nice. Okay. Nice plug. Nice. All right. We're going to play. So, uh, we're going to pretend that we didn't just hear this information that we heard and that the Grand Destino is the best. And the that the Floridian it, is, it is the best. It is the best from a pure hotel standpoint. I'm Harrison defending this. I love it. I actually, it actually makes me can, so happy. Can I, can I tell you guys it. the truth? Okay. Uh, Are we ready for the truth? The only good hotel is the one that's at Animal Kingdom because, you know, the animals come right up to the room. That's the only good uh, hotel. Wow. The Polynesian's kind of lit, man. Polynesian, I ate there. Why did, why did everyone know about Disney World? Except someone I said, no I was at Disney. Disney. So I've got friends that are, like, super into Disney. And children. we, no, are these are adults. Oh, okay. And uh, they took us. They took us to Disney. <laughs> we went to the Polynesian for the dinner. Uh, pretty amazing. It's too much food. Ooh, All right. It's well, it's like food. it's like a Walt Disney World of food. I, there's only it's just just a massive okay. amount of food. Wow. Okay. So okay. so Jokic is is actually in dire trouble. He's going to be mean, just, like, so massive after this. <laughs> he lost weight for this, this tournament. Uh-huh. But, uh, Not for the wedding, for the But before. we're going to pretend Grandestino is the clear best one. We're going to pretend that the Floridian is, you know, in the middle. We're going to pretend that the Yacht Club is, like, oh, the worst thing on Earth. Because I choose to believe that's what but, happened here. And I choose to believe that the Blazers are in the Yacht Club because they are losers and they do yeah. not deserve to be in the real so I'm going to ask you a handful. I'm going to ask you some random things, and you're going to tell me what hotel they belong in. Okay, this is everyone. Number number one, Skinny Jokic. Well, the That's Polynesian. Not... Yeah. <laughs> what is the Polynesian? Skinny Jokic belongs at the Grand Destino. He's in the Grand Destino. The Grand Destino. The Grand Destino. He is in the Grand Destino. He is. All right. Well, you have just you've ruined the game, Dave. So uh, we're just, <laughs> I, uh, I I hate you now. No. All right. Number two, and you can expound on this if you choose. The city of San Antonio. Oh. The city. The city. Yeah. As oh a God. Where would the that, city? Where would the municipality stay? I mean, it's it's a, the Floridian. Okay. It's very very similar. Okay. 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 It's yeah. Very it's similar. Mid. It's mid. It's got a lot of really good stuff and then a lot of really awful stuff. Okay. Right. So sounds very Florida. Very in the middle. I, yeah. I was in San Antonio briefly. Wasn't didn't seem like there was a lot going on, but I didn't know what I was looking for. West Texas is like. Is that it? West Texas is like. <laughs> hopefully, there's a Bible in the hotel drawer, so I have something. San Antonio, to do. South Texas. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Call South. Yeah, 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 yeah. South. Yeah, 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 South Texas. <laughs> All right. Um, Michael Porter Jr.'s performance in the bubble tournament. Um, Floridian, Floridian, probably. Hold on, <sighs> Dave. I think Yacht Club. Oh, oh! yeah. Oh, no. no. I think Yacht no. Club. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't trust young guys in the playoffs. Come on. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. He, Michael Porter Jr. is going to go off in the second matchup against the Spurs when the Spurs are just out of it. He's going to be the grandest Tino for sure. 
Um, in, in all seriousness, though, I agree. He'll probably be at the Yacht Club because he probably won't play. He'll probably be like, <laughs> right. he'll actually yeah. literally be at the Yacht Club during the yeah. game. <laughs> Malik Beasley will play as many minutes. Oh, this is so sad. Damn. This is so sad. Um, Texas Barbecue. Uh, man, this is an awful question for me. So, first of all, you, as you know, I make my own barbecue, right? So I'm very, very picky. What don't you do? I didn't that? know that, what Dave, but I did that? guess. I did Very, say. very I picky. Actually, yeah. All right, very, you're, very you're, picky. You're real, real I got to tell you, I have been very unimpressed. So oh. the, the Texas barbecue, and, and I'm assuming you mean like the brisket. Uh <laughs> It, it's always there's a lot of things that it's just so garbage. dry. All right, I'll be right back. Yes, they, they just dry it out. Um, okay. They're not. No, nope, they're not at the yacht club. They're at the Motel Six. That's right outside the gate. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Texas wow, barbecue is no good. I, I don't like it. It has no flavor. Wow. Has no flavor. Like something doesn't you can break the parameters of the game. I have a really good palate. Who has the best? Where's the? What region has the best barbecue? I mean, so for pulled pork, I think North Carolina, the with the okay. vinegar sauce and and coleslaw, yeah. that's that's the move. I don't like the Kansas City style, the sweet, not okay. into that. Memphis is good with a dry rub; those are really good. I'm a big. The Memphis ribs are probably the best. Yeah, I'm a big like, dry rub guy. Get. Yeah, big dry rub guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. right. well, not Texas. <laughs> a lot of meat on these bones of these. Uh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't wow. expecting wow. Uh, this. Oh, I didn't mean to make a pun there, but I guess I did. Um, all right. Clay Thompson's 2020-2021 season. 2020. Next season. Next season. Next season. <laughs> yeah, Clay Thompson, um, next season. So 18 months off, right? Yeah, yeah. ACL guys, normally sure. in that second season, that's when they start looking more like themselves. Uh, think about the age, you know, he's going to be 30, yeah. uh, not 28. But with that being said, come on. It's not like Clay Thompson doesn't take care of himself and his body. Uh, what's the best hotel? Grandestino. Grandestino. Yeah. He's a Grandestino. Wow. wow. Unbelievable. And, you he's know, going to be laying out at the lost city of the Cibola pool at the Grandestino. <laughs> throw the, just throw that contract out the window, right? Like it, that's, it's just money to that team. Uh, it doesn't really matter. He's going to put up 20, 22 a game doing Clay Thompson stuff. I, I do worry about the defense taking a step back because, you know, lateral movement with the ACL surgery. But we'll see. I mean, I, I'm much more worried about the knee that hasn't had surgery than the knee that did. Yeah. Um, vote, did you put out a step? Tweet out the steps. I did that already, Oh, you bro. already did that. Already I don't know. It doesn't appear it's 480 fruit, but okay. I well, did tweet it go. out. Um, John Wall's tw- next season. Floridian. Okay. Okay. Floridian. He'll be, he'll be all right. A lot of time off, you know, and he's going to maybe lose a step, but he's still going to be just as smart on the basketball court as he's always been. Uh, Bradley Beal is a better player now. So, you know, that'll help raise the ship too. Mm -hmm. You think he'll still be around, huh? Yeah. Wow. I think, I think the, the idea is he signed the extension, give it a try for half a season with John and then be able to ask for a trade at the trade deadline. Wow, half a season. He's really, really committed. I mean, you'll, he'll, you'll know, right? If, if John Wall coming back from no, yeah. Achilles you surgery know. is going to take longer than a year, like, you know, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys – I meant to ask you about Clay Thompson, but just vote. What do you think about Clay Thompson next year? I mean, it'll be so much I would have said off. more flirting. Yeah, just because there's so much time off. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think he's going to be bad. But yeah. I, I'm always, like – on the more cynical, doubtful side when it comes to you are that when it comes to guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like angry and I mean, Clay, mad. You know, there's he never plays well in Milwaukee, so we'll have to see how he adjusts. But you know, we'll, there's a lot of questions to be answered. So oh. there, there is, you know, there is some case to be made that guys coming back from ACL perform worse than guys coming back from Achilles tears. Oh wow! So really? yeah, wow. it's it's wow. not like. A lot of people think that Achilles is just awful. Uh, the ACL is not great either. Mm-hmm. And even though they come back and they look more athletic sometimes, uh, the, the results aren't always there. You know? I'll tell you, John Wall, though, he seems like a guy that the, he almost seems like he played in a different NBA. <laughs> like, he's Doesn't it feel like, like that? It does feel like it. It's yeah. almost like he's Gilbert Arenas, where it's so yeah, long ago. I know, yeah, man. I and, 
It's insane. Yeah, he was playing with like Chris Humphreys. It feels like because it doesn't feel that way with like KD. The line of Demarcus. You know what I mean? It, it, I don't have the same feeling for guys yeah. that have been out almost as long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. But also when you think about his style of play, and I doubt the jump shot's been able to improve. Um, the, the mid range is still there, which you know that's a thing that he has. But is he going to get to the basket like he used to? Probably not. You know, if I'm guessing, yeah. probably not. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe maybe. Playing with Davis Bertans, the best shooter he will have ever played with. Arguably uh, the best shooter ever. I mean, it, if you ask he him. bombs, man. If you ask him, he'd say yes. Well, <laughs> the thing is, he's Davis. also a unique shooter. Like, John Wall's only played with spot-up guys. So he's going to have to adjust a little bit to Davis because Davis likes to come yeah. off screens. Yeah. Davis likes to walk into threes. Like, that's going to be an interesting dynamic. And it's funny to talk about Davis Bertans as being like this, you know, very important part for a team that might make the playoffs next year. Uh, but really, like, it's going to be fascinating to watch what John Wall does with a shooter of that caliber. Because John Wall is one of the smartest damn players in the whole league. That, that playmaking, you know, it's easy to forget now, but it's through the freaking roof. There's yeah, no he got guys that. paid. He yeah. got guys paid big time. And all they had to do was hang out in the corner. Like, he can, he, he can do a lot of stuff that people gave Rondo credit for doing for way too long. John Wall, like, <laughs> up to the de- – I mean, no, the passes know, I, I that he throws are incredible. Here. I can't believe it. Rondo was incredible. You're right that it oh, fell off. But Rondo yeah. was incredible no, he for was. Like four years. But, but it was – people giving him credit for that for the next ten. Yeah, That's the problem, that right? That is true. I'm saying John Wall was, was doing that stuff while people were still talking about Rondo doing it. Can you imagine if you just kept getting credit for things you did a decade ago? I mean, just, listen, <laughs> I'm a so Yankees incredible. guy. I love Derek Jeter, but Derek Jeter winning gold gloves uh, right yeah okay just because okay yeah. john wall is one of, i mean maybe more than any guy in the league he's making point guard level decisions at top speed oh, right now to 10 john, body john flying under the back you know players. he really did i love yeah. he was he was so fun to watch he was arguably the really? fastest player in the league with the ball in his hands for like a five-year stretch it, it was him or westbrook yeah um and now it's i mean jaws it's just incredibly oh, yeah, fast. Yeah. There's a lot of really fast yeah, yeah. dudes in the league right now. Like, plus, he's like really high on the jerk index, which is I always appreciate. John Wall, like oh, like he plays like no, a, yeah, like, John Wall. Like, he's like really high yeah, on the yeah. jerk index. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> the Last Dance documentary. Oh, Yacht Club. <laughs> what a, a man take. after my own heart. Oh, a man after my own heart. I knew Listen. this is why I put it on here. I knew you were gonna have a take. Huh. So Yacht Club. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, like, come on. I just don't care. Like, <laughs> there was nothing new, which, fine. Not everyone knows. What do you knows. mean there no, was hear nothing me out. Hold on, new. hold on, hold on. Hear me out. I, let me finish. Until the last couple episodes. The, the thing that was cool about it was actually seeing the guys interviewed. I wish they had been able yeah. to do a group interview. That would have been fun. Mainly just watching those guys interact, right? Uh, you know, does Scottie Pippen just keep eating shit, or does he finally take a swing on Jordan, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the the documentary itself, it's like, okay, listen, it was a Michael Jordan documentary, which is great. Michael Jordan controlled it. He got yeah. to lie about some stuff. I, I just, you know, it was not very good. Here's the, here's the thing about the uh, Last Dance documentary is it enthralled the nation. The nation was enthralled. It was hanging on every... The nation was at home. A captive audience. The nation has been at home for the yeah. the uh, biking documentary, for the Bruce Lee documentary, for any number of things that have come up and not captured the attention. Oh, like, well, that Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa documentary sucked. So. If, if I can just push back, okay. Uh, have you looked at what the ratings were for The Last Dance? Six million. Yeah, it peaked at six million. Yeah, yeah, that's the same so thing as like being the most popular thing in the world. Now. I, it, like, it's so fractured. That's nothing true. Nowadays, kind of, yeah, nothing gets over that. I don't like, know about it, but yeah. I mean, they were thrilled and with culturally, that. Six million. Well, uh, culturally, sure, but also remember that like we all kind of live on Twitter to a certain degree for stuff like that. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't really talk in real life to anybody about it. It was all basketball. Uh, really? Ah, oh, that's a great take, you didn't, Dave. That's a great so, didn't talk to you while woodwork, woodworking, like, like about the, the last dance for entertainment, man, it really right? Is wild. We 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 talk about the echo chamber politically, but yeah. you do that. Like, I mean, look at NBA Twitter, right? Yeah. Like that is, you know, th- there's funny stuff happening in other sports that I don't see for like days. Right. Somebody yeah. says something dumb. With Tom Brady, usually. I don't hear about it for a couple <laughs> yeah, of days. Yeah, yeah. 
I haven't heard about the NHL's uh, restart plan once, and that was announced. I, I, all I heard ago. was that they had one. <laughs> yeah. I knew about the Premier League coming back, right? But I didn't know they came back today. I didn't either. Yeah, that was a yesterday. Nice yeah. Um, well, this is the last one. Nobody for the steps today, unfortunately. We're going to keep just rolling the steps by until we get some. Can we just keep rolling on this uh, Grandestino yeah, Floridian Yacht Club game? Just, no, <laughs> he's just. Throwing out. If you're you just throwing out, you can do it. You guys are just loving me finally giving hard takes on stuff instead of like, well. No, Let no, me I couch this. I, I love the we were until people. you slandered the last. Now let's hit him with that. Now let's hit him with that one question he told him we can't ask him before the oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're ready. No, yeah, for real. No, this one is actually kind of tough, and this is a little more serious, I guess. The 2021 NBA draft, not this year, next year's oh. draft. And the reason I ask this, I'm not asking about like the quality. Oh, I am asking. That's all of it. But also. There's a chance we're going to have to draft this incredibly loaded draft with almost no footage of any of the guys actually playing, which I find fascinating. Uh, I do think these guys are going to wind up playing. Okay. Right? I, I think AAU college is going to figure it out, but they might start late. Um, and, and Korean Well, I, I think there – first of all, there's a lot of footage on 2021. There's a ton, right? Every year with the draft, it's amazing. But you're getting footage from these guys like freshman year – eighth grade oh, like yeah. you're getting early yeah, stuff there's a lot of footage, and yeah. now there's services for that as well right uh but that draft is that draft gonna happen next year or do they push it to 2022 because like you said who knows about a, a college basketball season for sure like as of right now we assume they'll pull it off um high school seasons a lot of them aren't gonna happen it's gonna be a aau eybl that are gonna be running that stuff if they can do it Right, because remember, we're still not out of the first wave of this whole thing, and we're about to see shutdowns again. Um, you know, if AAU tournament in Nevada might be able to play, so the Vegas stuff because of how they're running their state, but they're not going to do it in California. They're not going to do it in Texas, probably. They might do them in Florida. And so that stuff is going to be tough. Um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's going to be yacht club. Like, it's not going to be good. Uh, the talent is there, but I actually, I expect. I'm offended. I know it's like the sixth time this graphic's come up, but I haven't so good. said anything yet. It's so good. Uh, I, I do think, I think if the league is going to work in conjunction with the NCAA to, yeah. to some kind of weird partnership, um, then they could potentially pull this off. But I just don't see how college – like, colleges aren't even going to go back to class in a lot of states. So yeah. how are you going to play Did basketball? You just, should, this is a question for everyone. Should we just pack it up, life? No. <laughs> like, what are we doing? That's not a fetist attitude, Eric. Come on. I'm, I'm the cynic. We're, like, should we, should we're Americans. Like... We power through. <laughs> Only the people that haven't had it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> pack leave it that in. one on there, man. Leave that MJ on there. Um, no, well, uh, Dave, you were, as far as guests go, I would say you were probably uh, a Floridian? Maybe, maybe a Grand Ooh, Destino? That's not bad, not bad. I've heard, Floridian I've heard is, that's, that's good. Oh, oh. <laughs> the producer made the call. Yeah, that's right. No, there you go. Course, but they, don't, don't forget the producer is the one that says the Grand Destino is actually not the best one. So right. That was, <laughs> that was a, a sneaky burn. There we go. Got to go to Manscaped. Get that oh, lawnmower 3.0. You heard the man. You heard the man. <laughs> Dave is a Grand Destino guest. This is true. That's I love that we got two days out of arguing about the Grand Destino. And like, no, yeah. I feel like I could like, go on for a whole week. Man. Honestly, I go, I go <laughs> on for the rest guys, of the week. I did not know the name of any of the hotels except for Yacht Club until I came here tonight. You mean during That's, the game? <laughs> I, have really? managed, I have managed to avoid so much of this stuff. That is unimportant. It's fantastic. I love we it. We did the entire memo last night. So <laughs> I'm you, sorry. This is very important information. This is very important. <laughs> yeah, are there, are there any, by, any bylaws that you're uh, fudging on? <laughs> no, it was fun. Dave, you're, you're, you're a homie, man. Thanks. You're always, uh, a, pleasure, you're always a very welcome guest. Very I love you guys. Um, I now know to avoid Texas barbecue. Yeah, I just don't think it's very good. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Get this guy out of here. 
everybody else thanks so much for hanging with us guys and having fun commenting the tons of comments today it was a lot of fun uh seeing all those come through somebody says that we need to do a pop culture steps and it's me just falling down there or something like that <laughs> yeah we just <laughs> the fans ask you about the avengers like eight times yeah. oh, God, i would love that i would absolutely love that we'll put it together uh everybody else we're gonna be back again tomorrow we'll see you then all right so my favorite thing about drc denver rubber company is their expertise. These guys have been around since 1972. They're the best at what they do, not only in Denver, but in Colorado as well. They're family owned and operated. They're also diehard Denver sports fans. So if you guys are doing any projects that have to do with custom rubber snowplow blades, custom cut rubber and foam gaskets, hose assemblies, and metal parts, Denver Rubber Company are your guys. With their industry knowledge and their precise manufacturing capabilities, DRC is committed to supporting your needs, especially during these uncertain times. So like I said, if you guys are doing anything that has to do with custom cut rubber snowplow blades, foam gaskets, hose assemblies, and metal parts, give them a call 1-800-259-0010. You can also visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR.